0: She is a mother of six and she is a believer. So that is the most beautiful thing about her. I'm so excited about this interview. She is well qualified for the job. Did y'all hear me? She is a mother of six. Um, I am actually a mother of two and I cannot imagine adding four more people to that. So I highly applaud her. Um, She is educated. She's a believer. So I highly applaud her and all of her and all of her things that she does, that she does well. Again, she is also the pastor of Mount Olive here in Franklin, Virginia. So I applaud her and I want to say personally thank you, Dr. Leonard, for doing this interview and taking this time out to be a part of the Fearless Experience. Um, Dr. Leonard, I wanted to have this conversation because me, myself, I am a mom, I am a wife. Again, I am a mother of a 17-year-old and a 6-year-old. I am am also a wife. I've been married for a years Um, my husband and I are high school sweethearts Um, and to be honest I just felt like that there was a burden on mothers that I could personally feel um, and every time that I would physically um, run into a mom whether it would be in passing in the store in school or anywhere and I would say hey how are you immediately I would hear some form of um, some form a, of burden on mothers. So I felt as though God was calling me to have a conversation. Um, again, I'm, I'm not sure if many people remember, but a couple of years ago, I actually took a picture. Um, it was Mother's Day weekend, and it was a picture where I took um, pictures with my children, and I actually had on a super mom shirt, I had on a case, and I had on the Superman glasses. And in that picture, what I was trying to represent was that I was a super mom. I was trying to represent that I wore many hats and that I was good at all of my many jobs. And so in that picture, um, I realized that the person that I am in this moment is not the same person that I was in that moment. I realized that the young lady that's sitting in front of you today has grown um, on so many levels. Um, that person that took that picture that day was a girl that felt like she could do everything. I felt like I needed to do everything. I felt like um, if I didn't do everything, then I was inadequate or I was in lack of something. Um, where, did, where did that come from? I'm not sure. No one ever told me that. I just felt that mothers did everything. As a mom, you had to do everything. You had to have hands in everything and you had to be a super mom. Now I know and understand that that is not true. And so I'm so excited um, to share my knowledge and my wisdom along with yours with others. So I do have a couple of questions and we're going to jump right into it. Um, So Dr. Leonard, I wanted to speak with you about what is a mom? like what is your definition of a mom and what are, what do you define, um, how would
1: you define a mom? First, I just wanna say thank you, Sean Quitra, for the opportunity, uh, thank you so much. I, I'm humbled that you would choose me, a mom. Uh, you're a wonderful mom and definitely you are fearless. And coming into you. your own, I also want to say first tonight, uh, congratulations to you on your recent uh, matriculation from Norfolk State, as you all say, the Norfolk State uh, University. Norfolk. Yes, the Spartans got pride. You didn't go to Hampton, but we got, we got pride at Norfolk State. I love it. The green and the gold. So congratulations to you, your Thank fearless you so mother. Much. Thank you so much. So when I think of mom, I think of someone who is selfless not selfish but selfless uh that gives of herself she's got to be a person that uh, gives of her time and using our pronouns here today when i say she it may be he sometimes the father takes on the role of mom uh and sometimes it's they they're parenting together male and female parenting together or however you want to parent together it could be mom and mom. It could be dad and dad being mom. So we want to cover everybody today because we love, we serve a loving savior who welcomes all of us. Um, he covers all of us. He embraces all of us. And so being a parent, I would say, is a ministry. Being a parent is a ministry. That's a full-time ministry. You don't need a platform. Don't have to sit on a desk. Nobody has to call you the right reverend minister. You are, that is a ministry. So mom, I would say is definitely selfless, a loving person, a person who's willing to sacrifice, sacrifice of themselves to meet the needs of others. So we'll start there.
0: Okay, and so let's talk about it. You are a mother of six and you're also a wife. Um yes. again, thank you so much for um for congratulation for congratulating me on my recent graduation from the yes. State. Um many people have asked me how did I do it? And honestly, I look back and I'm honestly like, like I don't even know. So for you, <laughs> how do you navigate being a mom while also trying to follow your dreams and be the best version of yourself? Like how How do, how, how do, how do you navigate that? You're a pastor, you're a mom, you're a wife, I'm sure you're a daughter, you're a sister, you're a friend, I'm sure you're a counselor. There's so many things to different people. Tell us how do we, how do you navigate that and how are you successful at navigating all of those different avenues?
1: Uh, well, I'll start with, uh, I believe that parenting and the role of mother, we must be strategic. And I'm going to say that again, got to be intentional about what you're doing, got to be strategic. And that comes over time. That That is a process. I didn't learn that overnight. Um, and we must also embrace failing forward. And I'll probably say that several times this evening, failing forward. Many times we fail as a mom. And I'll start, and tonight I will share some very transparent. Parent moments, uh, hopefully to help another moment. With my first baby, of course, that's my first. I'm shaking in my boots. I know you all can identify with that, mom. I did go to Lamaze or birthing class. I did. And, uh, however, you don't quite know what to expect whenever it's your first. Okay, so if it's your first making the bottle, if it's your first putting the diaper on, if it's your first giving birth, I just didn't quite know. Even though I went to birthing class, how it would just all pan out. So I would say you got to be intentional about being a mother. And so what I've learned, I'll give you that example with my first, is I wanted to breastfeed. I wanted to nurse my daughter. Okay. And so I tried at that and I felt like I was failing, that I was failing my as a mom. I was failing myself. I felt like I was um, letting my husband down because he wanted me to try nursing. I also felt like uh, I just wanted to be able to tell my daughter when she grew up, you know, I was I did nurse you, you know, for a couple of weeks or for at least the duration that I wanted to nurse, and my daughter was crying uncontrollably. She just would not stop crying, and. The colostrum of your, the mothers on here, you all know what I'm talking about. The milk just wasn't coming down like it should. And so she wasn't getting enough and she was very fretful. She was crying. I was um, anxious and I knew that she could sense my body, my energy, the energy. And so I recall going and getting in the shower that day, just crying. Nobody knew mothers you can identify with this you can relate nobody knew listen that shower cry I just let it all out and I knew when I got in the shower that my husband knew I was kind of frustrated he didn't say anything but he kept saying you're gonna try it again you're gonna try it again and I, I felt like I was giving up and when I got out of the shower um some other people were at the home with me so they had taken my daughter and i got out of the shower in about two hours he returned with a um a breast pump so that i could express the milk and so when i say being intentional we got a plan that means a plan was i'm using that as an example to nurse okay i had to realize i'm failing forward this is not working I need some help. I needed to realize that I needed some help. And so in navigating life and trying to be our very best version of ourselves, I would say, moms, let's create a plan that there is no substitute for being intentional. There is no substitute for being strategic. Most definitely. And
0: one of the things that you just said that really, really stuck out to me is that sometimes we also, it's okay to listen to other people and it's okay to want to try things, but you also always have to use your, your, your intuition, that thing that God has given you to be able to know that, okay, this may not work for me. And that's okay. That's Mm -hmm. a great thing because I know as a mom, sometimes I've heard my mom say things and I've heard my grandma say things and aunties and all different type of people who may be in my life say different things and give me advice and then I try them and they don't necessarily work for me. So that's a great thing that you just said. Like sometimes it's okay to deviate from the plan. Sometimes it's okay to have a backup plan and you don't always have to do things the same way that somebody did it or exactly what they did. Sometimes it's okay to start your own New thing and especially so perfect example. My kids are 11 years apart. So there's certain things that I was able to do with my son who, you know, is the oldest that I was not able, I was able to do with him in 2006 that I was not able to do in 2017. You get what I'm saying? Yes, so yes, that was a absolutely. perfect example that sometimes you cannot do, you can't always do what other people do. It won't work for you, and it also won't work for your children. It may not work for whatever situation you may be in. Um what would you say what are some what are some great organizational skills that you have used as a mom? Um, for example, I know for me, I have to be organized. Like especially when I was in school, I was a full time student and I worked full time in a service job. So I'm a servant. I'm always, you know, I'm I'm I always have to be available. I never know when I'm going to be needed. And so for me, I have to be organized. So even with me being in school and being a full-time student, like I had to write things down. I had to have yes. an agenda. I had to make a priority list. Like I had to stay organized. So what are some of my calendar on my phone was literally my best friend. Um, that was the only way that I was going to, number one, keep up with everything and stay organized and make sure that the ship still sailed you know, and sell smoothly. So what are some of the organizational skills that you use to be successful at being a mom, wife, and, you know, working as well?
1: Uh, Thank you for the question. Now, uh, for me, I- I've learned that prayer is necessary. Meditation is necessary. And so uh, some people may use uh, various tools, but for me, that's primary for me, that it's been a life of prayer and meditation through study of the word, through example, uh, just li- listening over time, I was read by my grandparents, watching their lives, that I've learned to balance, that balance is has to be intentional. We have to learn to live a balanced life because if not, a lot of times as a mom, a wife, a friend, we're serving others. Like you just said, Shankwitra, that you may be in a, in a position in a career of servant. I am as a pastor. And if I don't learn to be balanced, to balance my family time, balance ministry, balance my professional career, balance the time that I need for me, because before, this is something else that I've learned, that this is uh, is valuable, that before I became wife, before I became mother, I was Andrea. Yeah. Some refer to me affectionately as angel. So let, let me start there because I learned angel. <laughs> I learned how to be angel before I learned how to be Andrea. We've talked before, Shankritra. I think you learned how to be Shanae before you learned and embraced Shankritra. So we have a similar story there. And so learning how to balance, I learned how to write Angel first before I learned how to write Andrea. And in our community, we embrace nicknames. So that was my nickname, Angel. My other nickname was Oranges. And so in learning how to embrace who I am before Wife, before mother. Because if I don't, I'll lose myself in trying to be a good wife. I'll lose myself in trying to be a good mother. And I've forgotten all about Andrea. I've forgotten all about Angel. As I was preparing for this, Sean creature, you know something, I thought about a childhood memory. And I'm sure you think about your childhood memories. I can recall a time my grandfather, the late apostle Atlas, the founder of our ministry, he always had a, a garden. Okay. And it, at the uh, end of the season, the harvest time, he would process hogs or cows uh, so that he would be able to be a blessing to the family and to the community. So I recall, I have a childhood memory near Wilson Street, where I grew up that on the side of Wilson, I believe that might be Rosewood, uh-huh. Avenue yeah. that there was on the corner. We had a, he had a garden. I recall running through the corn fields and just allowing the wind to just blow on my face. Now I'm doing that because I don't want to pick corn. <laughs> Those that know me that you know, she is hiding. She's ducking from work. <laughs> I didn't want to pick the corn. So I chose to play in the fields. And I'm going back to that childhood memory because many times in our lives we're faced with so many things we need to go back. To who was I? I was a little girl that enjoyed playing with myself. I enjoyed singing songs. I enjoyed praying. Back then, I didn't know it was praying. I just called it talking to God. And I used to say, oh, you're looking out for me today. They're, they're picking corn, but I'm hiding. I'm hiding in the cornfields. I feel your breeze. I know you love me. And so all of that, I believe, helps us to balance. Let's go back. Go back to who we were. Before all of cool. these things. Yes. Let's That's just good. go
0: back. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. That, that right there. So let's go back to something you said. When you and I first, I remember our first meeting, and I said, you know, it's crazy because some people only know me as Shauna because they only know me from Facebook. Right. And sometimes I'm literally in the store, and I think I shared this with you, and somebody would be like, hey, Shawnee, and I'll never forget one day I was in the store and I was with my sister and somebody said hey shawnee and she was looking me dead dead in my face and me and my sister was like huh and so we just started laughing but i said hi back of course but then i was just thinking like why is she calling me shawnee and then i thought about it because this was when i had first changed my name Mm -hmm. on facebook and i thought about it i was like oh, that's my Facebook name. And so <laughs> the same thing literally applied to me in real life. Yeah. Um, I, had, I got pregnant with my son when I was 19, the year after I graduated high school. And again, my husband and I are high school sweethearts. So we've been together since high school. And so going into motherhood at such a young age, I literally, like you said, I forgot mm-hmm. who many people know me as Navon. I forgot who Navon was. Right who mm-hmm. Sean Feetra was, because honestly, being a young mom, I don't think I ever even really took the time to really get to know who Navon or Sean Feetra was or what she really liked right. or what I didn't take that time to invest in myself, um, to get to know myself. And so the early years of parenting my son, I gave so much to him because I thought that's what good moms did, right? Like good moms sacrifice themselves, Good moms put their children before themselves. Good wives put their husband before themselves. Like, that's what I thought the right thing was to do, right? And so since we're being transparent, like, I got to a place where I was getting, like, so angry and so frustrated because at the end of the day, everybody was happy except me. My son was smiling. My husband was smiling. And I'm over here, torn <laughs> out, stretched out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm beat out yes. of shape. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm not showing them, but I'm going to bed mad, frustrated, and angry, and they belly fool. the house clean. Everybody is, you know, everybody mm-hmm. is well. And so I've recently learned within the last couple of years, I'll say probably at least the last, I'll say eight years, I've learned that I cannot be my best self. I can't mm-hmm. be the best mom or the best wife, unless I'm the best version of truck first. Mm-hmm. And again, what you said was such a great thing because you are so right. I had to learn and I had to revisit those areas um, that made me happy. Like yes. you said, riding down the street with my windows down, taking myself yes. to go get me an yes. ice cream cone. Um, sitting in When I pull up from work, sometimes I sit in the car 30 minutes and I don't feel bad about it. Um, just the small things that I do because it don't even have to be nothing, big. because I'm such a simple person Um, just the small things, the things that make me happy and two of the boundaries that I have recently set with my household uh, for my kids and my husband, there's one place that nobody can bother me in unless it's an emergency if I am in the bathroom (laughs) I don't care if I've been in there five hours Unless it is an emergency, meaning we need to call 911, do not, do not. And they know. I'll sometimes I'll hear them walking walk in my room, and I'm like, <laughs> somebody wants something, and then yeah. I'll literally hear them turn around and walk out because they're like, oh, she's in the bathroom. If I'm in the bathroom. Do not bother me, because for me, that is my space. It's something about, I can go in that bathroom so weak, and I can open that door, and I come out like a lion. It's something about that little space and that little time that I spend in there with myself that helps me be the, a better version of myself when I come out. So that is, like you said, that is that is great. Sometimes we have to reach back yes. and figure out what it is that makes us us outside yes. of our children, and our husband. Um, also, I want to talk about <clears throat> guilt. Because
1: mm-hmm. I, mom guilt
0: is a real oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah. Mom guilt is a real thing. Um, I've heard, you know, you've heard several moms say, I'll buy my kids anything, but as soon as I pick up something for myself, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. That used to be me. No, not anymore. <laughs> if I want <laughs> something, I get something yes. for me because, again, I cannot be the best version of myself to That's the right. people that i love unless i put me first That's and right. so i would say to every mom that is listening every mom that is watching i would say yes mom guilt is a real thing mm-hmm. i i dealt with it i won't say that i fully overcame it mm-hmm. because let me share let me be transparent about this soon um when i decided to go back to Cool. Um there were many nights that I sat at my computer because I always cook. My kids and my husband there used to take My husband is country. So he's a full course country man. Like yeah. Like a, something fried, something green, something stock He he's a real, you know, he, he likes a meal and i I've spoiled them. So when I decided to go back to school, a lot of times I was a a full student. I'm a full-time student. So I was taking five classes at one time after I had already worked eight hours. And my kids are in sports and all types of activities. And sometimes we had to stop and pick up Wendy's. And sometimes we had to just put things together, boil a hot dog or make a sandwich. And sometimes I would begin to feel guilty about that because I felt like I was failing as a mom and failing as a wife. And then I would have to pray. And I would have to talk to God. And I would also use my resources, like my good friends and people who had been in the same situation as as me. And I would reach out and say, hey, you know, I'm feeling guilty. And I would need people to empower me and lift me up. And sometimes I would have to do that for myself as well. So I'm sharing that to say to moms, like, it's okay Mm -hmm. to put yourself first. Like, it's okay to do things that, you know, are good for you because now i know that because i've added on that layer of education it not only benefits me whereas and right. i'm a first generational mm-hmm. college graduate my son won't be that that's right when my kids got a chance to see me walk across that stage last saturday at norfolk state they have a
1: visual that's right.
0: of us
1: that's right
0: going to the next level that's right so If I had stayed in that guilty place of feeling guilty, like my kids aren't getting the better version of me. No, my kids got a better version of me because they were able to see their mom work hard and persevere to become the best version of herself. So to each mom, I want to say that guiltiness, whether it be whether you're leaving the house to work out or whether you're leaving the house to go hang out with your friends or whether you want to buy yourself a hundred dollar pair of shoes, as long as you taking care of your priorities and everything is, you know, everything is okay. Do not feel guilty for putting yourself first. Yes. You are not wrong. And do not let other people make you feel guilty too, because sometimes you'll be okay with the choice. And then somebody will come around and say something, "Mm -mm, block it out because you cannot allow other people to make you feel guilty about choosing you. Nobody's gonna love you the way that you love you. You have to choose yourself. Yes. So that was that was good, Doctor.
1: Um Thank you. Doctor.
0: What do you think about this perception of super mom? Um, do you think it's realistic and what can we do to either enhance it
1: or change it? Well, I would say definitely, it's my it's my opinion that uh it is not that it is not possible to be a super mom. Uh, Some some people may use that term super mom, but I I don't think that it's healthy to even want to be a super mom. Uh, Life, let me say this, life is in session for all of us. Life happens to all of us and life is not a dress rehearsal. (laughs) Let me say that again. Life is in session, whether we want it to be in session or not life is not a dress rehearsal and life happens to all of us so to say i want to be a super mom i am a super mom that is definitely not a healthy that's not a health healthy mentality when we think about designing our lives designing what we would like our lives to look like like our lives to be to manifest the very best version of ourselves As I said earlier, we've got to be strategic, got to learn and endeavor to live a balanced life um, and and to be more intentional about knowing what our strengths are. we got to evaluate what are my strengths? What am I good at? What are my challenges? and then set some priorities, set goals to help us to reach those things. Because if I say, oh no, I'm the super mom, I can do this, I can do that. Well, we gotta take one day at a time. Let's learn to do A, learn to do B. Okay, I'm getting good at A over here. I finally got it down pat to know that I need to go to bed early, not allow my children, talking about mothers with small children, not to allow my children to go to sleep early, okay? If I'm going to bed early, then that means my child is already asleep. If, or maybe we need to go to sleep together, I have got to plan this. I got to plan it. I got to know their rhythm. I, I, I kind of, in in other words, we got to. Hey, sweetie, I saw your daughter. That's precious. But in other words, we've got to basically dance to the rhythm of our own drum. And that's a different beat. It's a different beat for all of us. So if it means, okay, I need to play with my daughter, with my son until they fall asleep, until they're just so tired, because I know I need to be up early in the morning for work. We're gonna have to do what we gotta do to help us balance, to help us. And I'm telling you, this is real. Planning in our lives are going to help us ladies, help us moms. And I'm gonna say something here. I believe that's sexy. Did you hear that? Yeah. Sean Creeper? Yes. Because yeah. when we're broke yeah. down, yeah. we don't feel like dressing yeah. up. We don't feel like doing our hair. And then you have mm-hmm. your meat mate in the house. He's like, well, mama, goodness, can't she quite get you thinking? I'm not thinking about all of that. I got to get the baby uh-huh. bottles. I need to get the diapers, honey. Listen, did you know about the PTA? And he says, I'm not going to the PTA. And you're thinking, oh, I got to be the best mom. I need to get to this P- PTA meeting. And we've forgotten ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So. Not getting my hair done, not not taking, you know, taking pride in how I look. I've just forgotten all of that. But my daughter is beautiful. She's got the pretty right. ribbons in her hair, nice shoes on. Our kids are beautiful. And what has happened to us? So we got to prior. I agree with you. Prioritize. Set some boundaries. Make time for ourselves. Maximize self-care. Prioritize ourselves.
0: And not even one thing that I have added to this, um, because also I've been very vocal and open about this as well. I suffer from anxiety and depression, um, and that is outside of being a mother. I'm sure it's probably heightened because I am mm-hmm. a mom and a wife, and, you know, I have so many jobs and so many people depend on me. However therapy if you need therapy do not be afraid to seek counseling as well like I love my therapist I enjoy that one-on-one time Mm -hmm. that she and I I, because my therapist is a um, she's a mom and she's a female Mm -hmm. as well and so she also has um, poured into me and shared a lot of things with me and I enjoy that time that she and I spend, too. And so, like you said, you got to do some self-care. And sometimes, let's talk about Mm self-care. Because sometimes these things that we think are self-care are not Mm self-care. Well, let me, I'll change that. Because what self-care may look like for one person may be different. That's right. That's right. So when I say self-care, I'm talking about holistic care. When I Mm -hmm. say self-care, you know, going to get your hair done is good. Going to get your nails done is good. Massages, all of those things are good. But you have to self-care and take care of your body, your temple. Um, Meaning that, moms, you got to drink water. You got to eat good. You got to get your proper rest. Mm Like, there's no way that you are going to be able to stay up all day and stay up all night and be successful just not going to happen there's no way that you are going to be able to drink sodas and all this other stuff all day and never drink water and be successful like it's just honestly i'm just being honest i know something that may go against the grain for some people mm-hmm. but to be honest if there's no way that you're going to be holistically healthy and be able to thrive and give your children your spouse and even yourself your best self if you're not Having the proper self-care that you need, taking care of yourself uh, physically, mentally, and spiritually, um, whatever that looks like for you. Um, About a year ago, um, we did a renovation on our bedroom, and I told my husband one thing that I wanted was a closet, because we had a closet, but we shared a closet, and I needed my own closet. I have made that another one of my spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a big board in there. Um, it's a dry erase board, but it also has a side where you can like thumb tap things there. Mm-hmm. I hang myself quotes there. I have um I put some like cute little lights in there. Um I have some scriptures um there that I read about for my children, um, about being a mom, about being a wife, about weight loss or whatever. Don't mess with that, Olivia. Or whatever, you know, I may be dealing with in that season. I have different things down there that I read and things like that. I have a calendar there. So if I want to just, like, write myself something or whatever it is, I would suggest to all moms, no matter what type of environment you live in, create a space just for you. Um, My kids know, again my kids and my husband, they know if I'm in the bathroom or or if I'm in that closet, sometimes I do allow Libby, I will be honest, I do allow Olivia to come in that closet with me because we pray um, while we're in there. And so she loves that. Um, But create a space for you, like create a space for you um, so that you can have alone time. just time to like clear your clear your head um for me another thing that i do i don't know if this would be helpful to others sometimes i ride in silence like on my way to work oh yeah I drive, oh yeah it's off. when i'm on my way to work because i i, I have to drive 30 minutes away <clears throat> from my home i ride in silence like that's just my time to really hear myself mm-hmm. you know to really feel myself to hear myself and feel myself and hear and feel god because sometimes when we're busy and we have our kids and we have our husbands and we have our jobs and we have everything, our parents, our sisters, our girlfriends, sometimes the reason that you can't hear yourself or hear God because you got so many other voices.
1: Yes. So,
0: mm-hmm. you know, I would definitely say another, um, things to do to be successful so that you, d- for self care, is to sometimes just spend some alone time with yourself. Yes. Um, I think that in those moments, you will really have an opportunity to, Be able to, like Dr. Leonard said, be able to go back and feel and spend some time with who you were before you became a mom and a
1: wife.
0: Um, Dr. Leonard, is there anything that you would like to add or that you would like to speak on before we actually just take a moment and just pray for moms um, before we actually end this live.
1: Yes, um, planning, I wanna make sure that I add that in. Planning moms, we've got a plan. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, for I know the plans that I have for you. This is what our father says, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. When we think about planning, planning looks very good, moms, on paper. You know how many times that we've gotten a new agenda, a new journal, and we've written our plans, created our plans, developed a plan, and we did not execute the plan. So something that I want to leave with moms today is execute your plan. The plans that you've written, execute the plan. A part of that, the part of the execution is to release your faith in words. I believe that when you talk about prayer, shankwitra, that's releasing your faith in words, that oftentimes we have to convince ourselves of what it is that we say. We say we believe, but most of the time we have to, the majority of the time we're having to convince ourselves of what we say. Yes. And then as we continue to say that, we believe what we say. And so again, failing forward, um, accepting failure as a stepping stone, mom. This is a stepping yeah, stone. You're gonna fail. Yes, this is an not opportunity to grow. Right. That's right. You're
0: not always gonna get it right. That's right. You're not always gonna get it right. You have to be, and that's 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 a great point. That's a great point, Doctor Leonard, because I think another challenge for me in this motherhood jo- journey is that I want it to be perfect. Mm. Because I felt like I needed to be, like I felt like that there was a, I felt like if I didn't get it right, I, I don't even know mm-hmm. where that unrealistic. Right. You get
1: what I'm saying? Yes. Know where
0: I? I don't know where that unreal Because let's talk about it, Doctor Leonard. Because also I feel like even as moms, I feel like we kind of, we kind of, sometimes we don't stick together. Right. Like, we don't, we don't encourage each other. Mm -hmm. And we should, we we should. It's like an unspoken, Mm -hmm. it's like an unspoken.
1: Competition. Mm Unrealistic,
0: you know, thing that we have with each other. Right. You know, and it's it's crazy because I've never said it to you and you've never said it to me or Mm -hmm. she's never said it to me. But for some reason, I feel like I'm being judged when I'm not being cursed.
1: Right. You get know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think that Or that we're not I mean, a good not a good mom because we're not doing it the way our friends are doing it or way somebody right. else is doing it, you know. So we're not we can't be a good mom. Said it. Right. Nobody
0: never said it, mm-hmm. but for some reason we all have had those moments where we have felt like I'm being judged mm-hmm. or I'm being, you know, I'm being ridiculed in some type of way when in all honesty mm-hmm. all of us are just trying to get it right. You know, and you're not gonna be perfect. You're gonna make mistakes. You're not always gonna make the right decision. You're not because there's no rule book. There's no right or really no wrong way per se to really get it all done. So that was that was good, Dr. Leonard. That that was really really good. Yes. That was
1: really- I, I want to make sure that, you know, we drive that point home tonight. And Stephen Covey's first things first. Uh, he talks about valuing processes. And so moms, we have a lot of processes and it begins with ourselves. So we're going to make sure that we are evaluating again our strengths evaluating those areas where we need to grow. Oftentimes, you'll hear me say that we want to make sure that we celebrate our victories, celebrate our victories, that we own and learn from our challenges, and we tell our stories. Our sharing of our stories, like we're sharing tonight, Sean Creature, hopefully this is helping someone else to know, hey, I'm a new mom. I can do this. I want to go back to school. I just heard this young lady's testimony, Sean Creature's testimony, that she was able to do that. Uh, I'm learning from hearing these ladies talk tonight about failing forward, that I didn't get it done the first time. I went back and I tried it again and I kept moving forward. You are you are a winner, ladies. We're all winners here. We are champions. You are in the winner's circle. You wanna tell yourself every day, I am winning. I'm winning when it looks like I'm failing, honey. I am still a winner. I am more. More than a conqueror, more than a conqueror, where? Because I'm in Christ, in Christ. I am the righteousness of my father, where? In Christ. I can do everything that it is that I need to do, not in my own strength, but it's in his strength, in his power that we give it all to him. And in doing that, we can see and well, we should begin to see value in ourselves, the value in angel. I'm going back to the girl that was running through the cornfield, the value in angel who enjoyed earthing, having my shoes off. We can relate to that, ladies, valuing that with my pigtails. I didn't have to have it all together. It helps us to go back to value. Who am I at my core before all of life that happens? And uh, Olivia is learning tonight. I know she's like, oh, they just keep on talking. What are they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're able to see value in all of that you can see value tonight Shawne hey this was me this was shavon and, and oh, what is it shavon Shay- <laughs> navon this Nayvon. is this was navon this was navon's dream this was navon's dream before my husband before my children thinking about all of our challenges today so as we celebrate mother's day moms Some of us will celebrate with our families. Some of us will celebrate for the first time without our moms who have recently transitioned. Some of us will celebrate for the first time without your grandmother or maybe an auntie who reared you. So it may be a sad time, but we want you moms to find joy. Find joy in some simple things, some simple things in life that I'm I'm still here. That I, I I embrace the fact that and I celebrate the fact that I had a mom, that I had a grandmother. Somebody said, well, my mother wasn't there. Well, guess what? Our father used her seed to get me here. To help me get here in the earth, because it must have been something, Shankritra, that we were destined to do, that we were supposed to do because our father allowed it to happen. So we can celebrate. We can celebrate. We want to find the good, moms, this weekend as we're celebrating, find the good and praise it.
0: definitely and i would like to um i've personally been doing this for a long time um many of my followers or people who follow me um with my fearless uh here at the fearless place they know that i I genuinely do do this but i want to connect with the moms i feel like god Mm -hmm. is leading me to a place um to be able to minister to moms and that does not mean that i have it all together that's right some days you're probably also going to (laughs) minister to me as well I want to challenge each of you this week, next week, and for the next month and going forward. When you see a mom that's doing a good job, say, Hey, I see you. You're doing yes, great. Yes. Or you see somebody that may be struggling and you see someone that may need an extra push. You see someone who they're trying to, they're in Walmart and they're trying to get their kids mm-hmm. in the car and yes. the basket is rolling. Just lean over, get the basket and carry and pull it up and say, Hey, I got it. I want to challenge you each of you to let's do this thing together. Let's assist each other and let's help each other be the best version of ourselves. Because in all honesty, we are stronger together. Um, there is no I in we and we can do more we can do more together than we can apart. Um, I would like to connect with you. Um, I have certain people um who I have connected with via Facebook um who I have asked I say hey send me your address and what I'll do is randomly I'll send cards just to say, thinking of you, you're doing a good job, I may send a scripture, I may actually send a gift, um, all different things people will tell you, you may receive, and just a, I'll go down my cash up and just a random I'll look for a woman, because I don't really, you know, God, I'm married, they married in bad relationships. Um, unless God leads me to, I'll be honest, but I'll look for somebody and I'll say, hey sis, get you lunch, or I'll say, hey sis, you know, this is just for you, and so I want to challenge each of you um, to connect with me via my website, um, it is thefearlessplace.com there is a section at the bottom um, where you can write me a note or leave me information and it will send it directly to me no one has access to it but me um, I would challenge you if you want to receive just special love notes from me I love sending mail um, one of my girlfriends she always laughs at me she was like Cause if I didn't count on anybody to send me I'll talk to you every day and still send you a card Um, So I want to challenge you to go to my um, website, thefearlessplace.com. I'll actually put it on my page. Um, Leave your name and your address if you want to receive just notes, little notes from me. Um, Because sometimes, and what I do is I'm, I'm led by the spirit. I wait for God to tell me to send it. Like sometimes randomly he might say, hey. Send out the lender in the cart and just say you're doing a good job. It may be something big, it may be something small. I don't know. I just lead and follow the spirit. Um, so I want to challenge you to reach out to another mom, um, tell her she's doing a good job, tell her she looks nice, or tell her you see her hard work and her dedication, yes. or whatever it is. And I also want to connect with you via. My website, thefearlessplace.com. You can go there and leave your name and your address and look for special, um, special little gifts and notes from me as well. Um, I feel like in this season, God is calling me to be that light in your life. Um, If you choose to do so. So I just want to thank everybody, every mom, every grandma, every auntie, everybody that is on and that is watching and has supported Dr. Leonard and I, I would say please share this with your friends, tag your bestie, tag your home girl, um, whoever, so that this can also be a blessing to them as well. Thank you so much for joining us. And Dr. Leonard is going to pray us out tonight. Okay. I love you all. Be fearless and be the best version of yourself. Fear makes us quick, but faith makes us unstoppable.
1: unstoppable. Um,
0: thank you. And Dr. Leonard is going to pray us out tonight.
1: Yes. As we release our faith in words tonight, moms, let's hold on to the words that were spoken this evening, these encouraging words, and remember to design your life design your life the way you want it to be don't just allow life to happen take control by designing your life now father we say thank you now for your grace and for your mercy we pray according to psalms 91 thank you for giving your angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways and no evil shall befall us neither shall any plague come near our dwelling We thank you now, Father, and we give you praise and glory for moms and mothers, grandmothers, and aunties, and mentors, dad as mothers, as we celebrate this Mother's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. We thank you for encouraging the hearts of moms, young mothers today. Thank you, Father, for showing them the light, the light of the word that will illuminate in their recreated spirit so that they're able to design the life that they want for themselves. So that they're able to love on themselves, Father, so that they have love to give to others. We thank you now for Shankwitra and Father for the fearless girl her network we thank you for the blessing of your word that is on her on her life and that you will continue father to allow her to bring glory to your kingdom we thank you now father for those mothers who will go back and listen that they will father find these truths to be helpful to them as we close tonight father we thank you for being our father Jehovah Roki, Thank you for being our banner, our victory tonight, Jehovah Nisi. And we speak now, Father, Shalom. The peace of God reigns, Father, for mothers and that the peace of your word, Father, is alive now, is illuminated in our children, that our children are respectful. They are children of honor father and they come to know you in a very real way for themselves as we close tonight father never from your presence we want to thank you now for the blessing of your word upon your people so the peace of god now be with us all in jesus mighty name amen amen amen
0: thank you so much you are welcome And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Have an awesome night.
1: Awesome. This has been absolutely awesome. Many blessings. And thank you again for the invitation tonight. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.